This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Danny Bailey, in today with me with the Double Ds. Danny Bailey, how are you, buddy? Life is good. Uh, ready for another packed weekend of football. Yeah. And looking forward to the Broncos getting off to an o and, a 3-0 and o start. Oh, man, I know. Sorry, you're used to saying 0-3. I am. So I'm so I'm, I used it. to saying 0 I totally 0 get that. You're used to saying 0-3. So, yeah, a 3-0 and o start for the Broncos seems inevitable. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today's podcast. We'll break down this Jets game. We'll try to... Um, We'll try I'm 11, uh, 10 and a half points is the number this morning. Did the Broncos cover the 10 and a half points? We'll talk about that. I think so. We'll look at some player props with inside uh, of this game. Um, we have a lot to discuss. Happy to be here. I'm looking forward to this weekend. My fantasy team's struggling a little bit. You guys don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, what else here? Um, DraftKings has a super wicked um, hookup here, a boost that um, I think you have to take advantage of if you've been waiting to deposit a few bucks and bet a few bucks on some football games. This is the one you want. But uh, other than that, doesn't it feel like um, – I do, we live in a different world when the Broncos are a winning team here in Denver, Colorado. We live in a cruel, ugly, dark, and ominous world when the Broncos are, are losers. Absolutely. And it seems like some people don't want to embrace the winning for some uh, reason. Yeah, you're right. I think here's the, here's the truth. Um, Teddy's different. Okay, it's Teddy's different looking than what we're used to around here. And I don't know if that means black quarterback i don't know if that really means that and i think uh drew lock is more of who broncos country wanted the broncos quarterback to kind of look like not just be it's just not a black and white thing it's really not i i just think that broncos country is so used to something a certain way that teddy's a little different than what we're used to and i think that's a little bit i really think that that's the truth yeah, that's like we could talk about all kinds of other things and talk around that, but there is something to that. Yeah, but Peyton wore two gloves sometimes, right? Uh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so not that different. No, no, they're not that different. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Uh, we all ble- bleed orange and blue, right? Hundred um, percent. So I think there's a little of that going into into people trying to fully embrace city. I also think Broncos country like. Other than those hillbillies I was just talking about, um, is this pretty smart and sophisticated fan base? And I think now that we're we're having some success, it's like, yeah, but yeah, but Teddy's not taking us to no Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's no Peyton. Yeah, but you know, it's not the way John Elway did it, kind of stuff. You know, and again, that's true, and that's a good and a bad thing. Here's why it's a good and a bad thing. When Jake Plummer was leading these boys. Jake Plummer led into AFC Championship game. And even people still thought, well, he did all that. All he did is win games. Like, he hardly lost regular season games. He had tons of success. Yet people real thought, you know, really believed deep down, Jake Plummer couldn't get them over the hump. And it proved to be true. But other, you know, also we, we drafted Jake Cutler and hastily moved on from Jake Plummer, burned that bridge, and the rest <laughs> is kind of history. 
you know, who's to say Jake Plummer was still a young quarterback. They could have continued to build around Plummer and made another run in a Super Bowl. Who's to say? I guess we'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the reality is, though, Jake Plummer only took us to a certain, you know, people thought he only had a certain amount of skill set to get us to that AFC championship game, which, like, people thought, like, oh, holy cow, we're here. Are we going to the Super Bowl? I remember Irvin Joe talking about, like, you know, no one had any plans to, you know, be booking plane tickets and hotel rooms for the Super Bowl. Yeah, all of a sudden the Broncos were in the AFC championship game, and that's what they were kind of forced to do. So, again, the Steelers went on to the Super Bowl. The rest is history. But um, there's, I think, a notion and, like, like, a narrative that Teddy can't, like, win – like, do Super Bowl things. And that's hard to argue otherwise, okay? Because look at the guys who win Super Bowls and the guys who have won Super Bowls in the league right now. Okay, let's talk about them. Yeah, you guys talked about it earlier this week. Russell Wilson. Yep, um, Wilson, Brady. Brady, Mahomes, Mahomes Rodgers. Yep. That's it. It's, like, hard to even include Josh Allen into that category sure. yet. And Roethlisberger so, won, but he's, but he's like coming declining. down now. So, yeah. you know, you, you're feeling me. So, we all know Teddy's not those guys. Mm-hmm. Teddy's not those guys. And that's just the truth. If you don't have one of those guys, and you don't have a guy like Burrow, Allen, Tua, kind of, Herbert, Builds, Herbert, another five or six guys who are supposed to be, like, the future, then if you don't have one of those five top five quarterbacks in the league or the supposed next top five quarterback in the league, then, like, what do you have? You really don't have nothing. Then you have the Derek Cars, you know, Dak somewhere in no man's land there, Kurt Cousins. I kind of think Teddy's now emerged into being that group of guys. We kind of talked about that before. But, like, again, if there's something that maybe – Nick Foles has in common with Teddy, you know, or I mean, give me another guy, Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer. I mean, Teddy's as good as those guys, right? Yeah. Teddy's as good as those guys. So I guess it could be worse. Um, We do the drop on the show all the time, but we have to bleep it. But I'll say it where Phil Jackson says, give the guy some fucking credit. I mean, for real. He's talking about the Rockets in one game and, like, I don't know what it was. It was a playoff series. The Lakers were at the peak. They were rolling. And, you know, they – you know, he was just saying, hey, you know, give give these guys some credit. I mean, he's – the the Rockets, who he was talking about at the time, came in there, played us four quarters. We had to play a good game to go in there and win the game, you know. So give these guys some credit. Um, Teddy is – like, we don't know. Here's the thing. We don't really know what Teddy's capable of. Teddy at 28, this is his best stuff. Yeah. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. The next five years of football for Teddy are Teddy's prime. So whether Teddy comes back down to earth and reveals himself for who a lot of people think he is or for the 28-year-old quarterback to take those next kind of couple Kurt Warner steps – um, shoot, L.A. was an athlete. They won some games. L.A. was in his 30s when they really won, when they really, really were able to win. Um, not a great comp, but um, 
I don't know. It's like every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. It's like why well, I don't have the perfect comp for Teddy. The things that like the um, are building the foundation of Teddy having success and this really working are true. Are true. He's super talented. He's super smart. He's an incredible leader. He's only 28 years old. 28 years old. He's lived two football lifetimes. Everything he's seen and done. Imagine the different coordinators, the different organizations, the things that have made him into this guy. Um, dude, man, I used to work for little newspapers and then some big ones, and then I'd be in an office of a big one, and then I'd go have to do some stuff for some little ones. It's like you take, I work for this guy, I work for this little newspaper here in Denver for this guy, a Ivan J. Rosenberg, this old Jewish newspaper guy who's like a legend um, at this small little newspaper. You know, it's like you take something from everyone you've ever, I mean, you've worked for a million guys here, and, you know, the Eric Goodmans and the Masons and all kinds, the really super talented Danny Williams of the world. You yeah. take from all those guys, and that's kind of how it works. So you're from Danny Bailey three or four years ago when you would fill in and do the show are a much better Danny Bailey now. And you were a pretty good Danny Bailey back then. Oh, well, so, thank you. Yeah, no, no. But, yeah, there's the growth the growth that you, you go through over a lifetime, over a career. If you have all that, you're just you're throwing more ingredients into the pot of gumbo. For it's sure. just going to make it richer and make no. it more more of a fulfilling meal so, to have more in there. No doubt. So while we like are pro Teddy around here, and we've been not just now like some people are getting on board, but like we've been. Um, I, even me, I don't know what the future holds for Teddy, and I'm not trying to paint the picture of like let's go give him the three year extension. We, the beauty of this thing is we get to see what Teddy can do with this opportunity and this team, okay? At the end of the year, if Teddy's freaking throwing 30 touchdowns against six picks, they won a playoff game, uh, pushed the Chargers in the divisional round of the playoffs, something like that. Maybe we do it again. Maybe we run it back with Teddy. But also, say we fall short. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay, that is not going to end well. I freaking promise you that. <laughs> and the deal was, I'll come back and play for you this year, but you got to let me go next year, mm -hmm. right? So, again, while there might be other suitors for Aaron Rodgers, I still don't know, even if the Broncos struggle this year with Teddy, or even if they're pretty close with Teddy, you could paint both pictures of Aaron Rodgers the guy to put him over the top. So we could see exactly what Teddy's capable of. Let's go. It's like house money with Teddy. We got nothing to lose. Big Everyone time. thinks we're already fucking losers. Let's yeah. go. Let's go see what Teddy can do with these guys and play. You know, footloose and free. Maybe Teddy's gonna dial it up. Got something with these guys. The buttons he's gonna push with these young guys are gonna make him feel like. You know, this is my big brother, um, Joe Burrow. We're back in, you know, uh, college, and we're just going to go because we got the belief in our, you know, quarterback like some of these college teams have with all this talent kind of, you know. Max Jones going to carry us. Just go do it. I mean, like Sutton, Hamler, Judy, Fant, Albert O., uh, Javante, these are all young dudes, young, young, young dudes. So I hope Teddy's just the right perfect big brother to show them um, what's up, make them feel, you know, um, show them how to be professionals, but also, like, empower them. You know what I mean? 
For sure, really. yeah. Bringing KJ Hamler's locker over next to him so I they get that. a little tighter. It's yeah, all it's those hard, little things. It's hard to buy into Drew Locke when he's another young guy who hasn't done anything. Yeah. Teddy's seen it all and done it. And these guys are young enough to like, I bet like so I swear, I bet some of these dudes were like, Teddy's twenty eight, some of these dudes are like twenty two, twenty three. Where they're in high school and in middle school, oh Teddy, I used to play with you with the Vikings when you were at the Vikings on Madden and uh yep. in uh, you know, two thousand thirteen Madden, I loved you, you're my favorite team. Like, you know, there's something to like looking up to and respecting a guy. For they, sure. Teddy's got that. Teddy's got that kind of makeup. So Let's call this the halfway point, the half time point of the podcast, and mention DraftKings. They're a partner of our podcast, uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL as well. DraftKings kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't miss offer. These are guys like you who have, you know, an itch to scratch, you know, um, don't really. Uh, well, I used to have a bookie. Oh, okay, really? Well, you don't need a bookie anymore. Um, DraftKings is your bookie, and they pay out on time, and they won't uh, break your fingers off as well, okay, type of stuff. Um, DraftKings is the future of sports gambling, okay? It's like it's, it's so cool to go into, say, you had some stuff going on, and you see the Broncos up 7-0, uh, in the first quarter, driving down the field. They're marching. You see the Broncos. They're about to go score another touchdown. The Jets have turned it over already. This thing's going to get out of hand. The live action on the game is Broncos to cover 13 and a half. You think they win by 25. I jump on. I deposit. I jump on. I bet right there in the game. Yeah. In the game. I could add that into a parlay still. I could do all kinds of stuff, but I can only do this stuff. At DraftKings. So right now, though, they're hooking up new users. Bet $1. Not just, just $1, okay? On any game this week and receive $150 in free bets instantly no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. That's our promo code. MHS. You know, you got to go in there. Takes a couple minutes to sign up. Real easy. You know, do it right. Promo code MHS, all caps. Receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place just a $1 bet on any football game this week. Um, make it happen. Sport, DraftKings Sportsbooks are the best. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Danny Bailey, you dipped in on this promo from a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Are yeah, you? Did uh, well. Do you need ten dollars? Are you running low? Did no, you? You're still not running playing. low. I'm still playing off the money I won. Love it. And I'm going in to to look at this week three slate, and I think that it's going to be another fruitful Sunday for me. I'm pretty excited. One thing that I saw on DraftKings yeah. that I hadn't seen anywhere else, and yeah. maybe I just wasn't looking hard enough. But yeah. I like how easy it is to find stuff on DraftKings. Oh yeah. They you can do like. What's the outcome of this next drive? Yeah. You can bet them to score a touchdown, bet the other team, bet the team to oh, man. have a turnover. Even. Ha, you know, halftime so results, like quarter yeah, results, exactly. they got everything. drive results. Yep. As you know, say you're really caught up in the action. Say you got really a feel for the game. Say mm -hmm. you got some money to play with. Um, I get in these modes sometimes, and I'm just like chipping. I have money to spend, 10 here, 15 there. I you know, see a feeling in a game that I have. I'll add it into a parlay that I have going on later to beef up a parlay. I mean, there's, you know, anytime scores, you know, anytime touchdown score. And they pay very well. Like for in this game here, um, say you like, say you like, um, 
Alberto to find the end zone. It's his week, right? Alberto pays plus five hundred, meaning a hundred dollar bet and Albert O to score a touchdown pays out six hundred dollars. Your you know, your hundred back and the five hundred win. Or your ten turns into sixty. Yeah. That'd be a hundred. Uh another one I like is fan. Fans plus two thirty. Fan plan. Uh, no offense, plus 230, anytime touchdown score, Javante plus 140, Cortland Sutton plus 130, Melvin Gordon plus 105, Tim Patrick might be a little sleeper, might be, you know, find Tim Patrick in the corner of the end zone. He's plus 280. Um, let's see, some some of their guys, Corey Davis plus 290. I don't think that happens. Um, he'll be shut down. Uh, Elijah Moore, Tevin Campbell, those are blessed, but both 390s. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I guess, if something happens and they were to find a touchdown, it could be a guy like Jamison Crowder who makes the play. So say, okay, that's one leg of like, um, let's put a parlay together right now, okay? okay. Same game. I'm going to add, uh, who do you like? Let's talk about Fant or Albert O or like Javante. I think this is Javante's week to find the end zone. I think so too. You like yeah. him? Yeah, I like him a lot. And especially because with this Jets defense, yeah. they're going to, be moving the ball well, and they're going to lean on the run game a little more. We didn't see a great performance from him and Melvin last week, yeah. but I think they'll just they'll be using them more this week, and it'll yeah he'll fit in. So I love yeah. I love that I, I think, love that for Javante to get in the end zone. I think the Broncos just continued to go with what was working within that game. It's not like they were desperately trying and couldn't. Javante yeah. did statistically have a pretty nice day, and Melvin had like ten carries for thirty yards. It wasn't like he, they were. Really not getting anything out of the running game. But, okay, so I like the number, the 10.5, okay? Yeah, for sure. I think the Broncos easily covered that. It's a 17- to 20-point win. Yeah. You know, real real cushion You win. could Yeah, you could probably even go with an alternate line on that and, and juice it those down. odds oh, a little bit even more. You could juice it up. Yeah. Look at you. I was going to say if you want. Yeah. If you, some people are going to say that half-point hook will turn them off of that. Well, okay, see, I got uh, alternate total here, or alternate um, – Alternate spread here. Let me go to let's buy that half point back and just play it safe. Okay, so let's see the Broncos. Where are we at here? Uh, Broncos minus nine and a half is at minus oh eight and a half. Uh, Broncos minus one uh, nine and a half is minus one twenty. So I'm removing the big number and just gonna play yeah. it safe here. Okay. So so far I got two legs of this parlay. Um, I'm gonna go down here and look at. Um, Double result. That's a halftime score and a end-of-game score. Yeah. And if you take the Broncos, it's minus 200. Broncos halftime winner, Broncos end-of-game winner. Okay? Um, so I'm going to add it to the parlay here. Um, and because, though, you already have the Broncos covering the 6.5, it offsets it a little bit. Yeah. So you don't get, like, the full juice of the 200. But it beefs up your parlay. So now I have... Three legs, um, and it's at plus 304. So, Javante, anytime touchdown score, Broncos to cover nine and a half points, and then to lead at halftime at the end of the game. So, that is 25, paying $76. But that's, I, I, you, you, I want to beef this up. That's, I mean, I think that will happen. I'm going to look a little closer at some player receiving yards, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Cortland Sutton, 67 and a half. What do you think? Uh, yeah. 
I sure. kind of love that. I think Portland sure. goes for like 80 plus. Yeah, he'll yards. he'll be flirting with triple digits again this week. I agree with that. So 67 and a half, he smashes that. That's one of those where at halftime he has that number, and we're like, why didn't we take that type of number? Okay. Exactly. So again, now our $10 parlay that was 10 that paid 30. Okay. Yep. Now 10 pays 70. That fourth leg just makes this parlay get so crazy and jump so crazy. So, I mean, say we keep it at that. And, again, our 25 is now, our 25 is paying out $200 on a four-leg parlay where two legs are pretty much the same. The Broncos covered nine and a half. We played it down a little bit. Broncos uh, lead at halftime and at the end of the game. Javante scores a touchdown within the game, and Cortland Sutton has over 67 and a half yards. 25 pays out 200. I mean, boom. That's kind of up my alley. That's the kind of stuff that I do, um, like, week in, week out. Uh, if you want to get crazy with it, um, let's look at our rushing totals here, okay? I got Javante and Melvin, uh, 52.5 for Javante, 50.5 for Melvin. Which one of those guys has uh, more than 52.5 yards? I think it's like we said earlier. This is Javante's game to really stick it to him. Yeah. I think they're going to they're gonna run it with him a lot, and he's going to break some, break some for 15, 20 yards at a couple points, and uh, that'll get him over that 50. Okay. 52 and a half, right? So, yeah, that'll get him there. Yeah, I added that. Now that's another leg to our parlay. Uh, now 25 is paying out 275. Okay? So, you know, that's these same game parlays that you could do at DraftKings, which are really super cool. Um, you can't find these everywhere. And um, that's it. You know, again, um, a lot of guys will put 25 on the Broncos to cover. That's cool. You went to your, you know, 25 turns into 50. But if you're feeling kind of froggy, if you feel like this is one of those games where you can predict a lot of the action inside of the game, I think like this one, um, Broncos cover nine and a half. I think they're up seventeen to three or something at halftime. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be critically important for them to not let the Jets go down there and score first um, drive touchdown like they did in the last couple weeks. Gave up, so they won't allow that. Um, they will again. Um, Teddy's throwing the ball. I think he has something to prove. Shermer wants to throw the ball as well. So even though they're going to run the ball effectively, um, they'll throw the ball. You know, Teddy's going to go for 250 again. I don't oh, know yeah. if I'd play or prop it, but Cortland will have a big day. The tight ends are such a mismatch, and that's why they've been utilized and had such big first down kind of possessions and plays. And Fant was good last week, and Albert O's pretty, been pretty good too. You know, um, t uh, Teddy's going to utilize those guys. And then Cortland Sutton's the big mismatch and the one he can trust, while Hamler is a project, and he knows that, and a guy who he might find in this game, you know, a couple times. Cortland Sutton's the guy who knows is a big physical freak of nature, mm -hmm. a mismatch. And uh, quarterbacks who are unafraid to go to their superstar receivers – reap the rewards and benefits of having guys like Cortland Sutton uh, and utilizing guys like Cortland Sutton, whereas Drew Locke couldn't utilize Cortland Sutton, didn't know how, yeah. you know, didn't quite know how. So Yeah, the only thing here that could hurt the Broncos and some of those guys for their yardage props yeah. is if Zach Wilson is giving the ball away and the Broncos come up with a short field yeah. more often than not. You're right. But in this one, they're going to be gonna moving the ball. They're going to get plenty. Also that, they're yeah, gonna extra have lots offensive of, you know, They're going to run 70 plays of offense, and yeah. so there'll be enough for everyone to kind of eat. Hey, eating that dub. Yes, sir. So, okay, let's predict this game, Okay, and we'll call it good. What do you see? Give me your um, prediction for the game, your total score. 
Uh, give me like a offensive player who breaks out or shines. Give me a defensive guy who you think has a day. And um, give me how, you know, the feeling that you have how this game plays itself out. Yeah, I think it's going to play out a lot like the Jacksonville game played out. They're going to be pretty comfortable the whole time, hopefully not giving up that first drive score like you said. Yeah. But I think this is easily a four-touchdown game for the Broncos. Maybe throw in a Damn. field goal from McManus at some point, get That's them to awesome. 31. That'd be sweet. And then they're only going to give up 13. Maybe a touchdown, two field goals, maybe. Okay. So I like 31-13 to 13 for the final score. I think the Broncos are going to run the ball a lot and have some success there. And on offense, we talked about him multiple times, Javante Williams. This is going to be kind of a almost a breakout game for yeah. him. He's going to be a star in this one. And then on the defensive side, I uh, I love Kareem Jackson to make keep making some big plays, Me go too. out there, hopefully get another re- takeaway. His contract reworked and extended. Yeah. I'd like him here for another two years. Yeah, and keeping, keeping those two safeties, yeah. him and Simmons, in front of the young guys that they're bringing up, this will be one of the best secondaries for years to come with Pat Sertan out there, too. I think so, too. Um, okay, I like it. I like that a lot, actually, everything you said there. Um, we know they only give up 13 a game, which yep. they did the last two games. Um, I think that I'm not sure that the Jets are better or worse than these last two opponents, but I know the Broncos are better than they were three weeks ago. So that makes me think that the Broncos' defense could be hitting on all cylinders. Um, 13 points is still three scoring drives. Yeah. Um, Unless something fluky happens for them to get two seventeen points, you know, maybe have found another touchdown on a short field or a pick six, or mm-hmm. um, I gotta go 30, 13. 30, okay. 13. Yeah. I might more feel like thirty seventeen, but I don't want the Jets to score seventeen, and I can't yeah. wrap my head around a situation where they stay where they score seventeen yeah. points. Um, they're going to, um, man, they'll tease Zach Wilson. They're going to, you know, look at all the things that um, the Patriots did to make him struggle this last week, do all those things, and add some more to it and some twists and looks and caveats and all kinds of stuff. Fanjo's is, you know, a, a really incredible defensive, um, you know, a coordinator of talent and, and play caller with that defense. He is. He's the real deal when it comes to that stuff. So they'll have Zach Fitz, um, Zach Wilson, um making mistakes, and um, that'll be the ultimate. Two turnovers. Yeah, for at a, least. And yeah. for a Broncos team, and that's from him. Yeah, I don't know if another one comes up some way, somehow. That's two extra possessions in a game. The Broncos are going to have extra possessions because they're going to be three and out and three and out and three and out. Could be a big day, actually, for everybody in the offense. Teddy could go for another 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, two tight ends with a touchdown each, one of those guys. Maybe Cortland Sutton gets one, and maybe Javante gets one. That's your four touchdowns. That's four, yeah. Um, McManus, want him to go another two for two. One, you know, 56-yarder, keep him sharp, keep him perfect, Uh, play it clean, but be aggressive. We're better now, like like I said a couple weeks ago, so we're more capable of doing uh, more, expanding the playbook. Yeah, go for it on fourth down. Taking more chances. Yeah. Taking more chances. Big play chances, which Teddy's not afraid to do. No. Check down Teddy stuff. Again, not here. Yeah, he was airing it out last week. Not at all. And his numbers – 
I think passes through the air through two weeks, like the arch, the yards through the air of yeah. passes, he leads the NFL. I think even though he's just like eight or ninth in passing. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of it, man. Um, I'm trying to think of a way the Broncos overlook the Jets in a way they lose 19 to 17. I kind of can't see it. Teddy will move the ball, and he'll move the ball to the point of get scoring uh, points, getting into the red zone, and punching it in is one thing. But I mean, say this is a McManus four field goal day, um, twelve points plus another uh, field goal gets me, uh, touchdown gets me nineteen, and I still think there's another defensive touchdown mistake by the Jets somewhere in there yeah. gets me to twenty six. Yeah, I think How it's the Broncos a little not get to twenty six. Yeah. They right. should, they should for sure, and I think that that's why this is the first time they go over thirty this season. They're they're primed to score some points. It would be probably easier to overlook the Jets if they had to go on the road to Baltimore next week. Yeah, but since that one's at home too, Good I point. think they should be a little more comfortable here, and hopefully they don't get complacent. But being comfortable, being excited, amped up to get it going at mile high, and. Uh, just knowing with the rookie quarterback across from that great defense, Vaughn's going to get his. Justin Simmons is going to be out there flying around. Pat Sertan may be taking the ball away again. So this is, a, this is a game that the Broncos would have to almost have a catastrophic failure yeah, it, it to would, lose. It'd be a meltdown type situation Big for the time. Broncos to lose this one. I think it's important for the Broncos, and I think this like every day in practice, stay healthy. Yeah, you know, there's they got some great players right now. An injury to Javante would hurt. To yeah. Melvin would hurt. Even though we have two guys there, to Cortland Sutton would be kind of devastating. To one of those tight ends would really hurt. We go from feeling like we're deep, stacked, kind of talented. You lose one or two guys, and you're like in the shape that you know. Again, Baltimore was in. Uh, I mean, who else has had a bunch of injuries? Um, but I just think that um, the Broncos now. After beating the Jets, they'll have like a head start of like maybe here's some other teams, playoff worthy teams. The Broncos to the finish line of the playoffs will have a head start. And so maybe the, the gap will be closed at some point. Yeah. But also the Broncos, again, there's a bunch of opportunities to win games later in the season, even though we have three games in a row that um, maybe if we go one and two would be a success. If we go one and two, um, I mean, obviously, I'm, we were just like, I don't know if we ever looked past the team more than we ever have in the Jets right now. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, but Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Oakland, I'm sorry, uh, Vegas, I think Baltimore will uh, got up for that game because that game was bigger than huge. Yeah, it was it's just a. It, it, the what those like those two teams mean to each other and them being held down by these Chiefs over the last few years that was a big one. But that doesn't mean to me the Ravens are now going to win ten or eleven games. They still might be an eight and nine team to me. I'm not absolutely really sure. yeah. There were still some some rough spots that they got to clean I up just a little got bit. Doubts the injuries catch up with you eventually. Hundred percent. Lamar Jackson stuff. It's like how long could he keep running around for 150 yards a game and not. Yeah, like take a shot. I mean, mm-hmm. a running back eventually would go down. What running back plays 16 games in the NFL? You know, it's it's just like yeah. at some point he will be taken down. Um, I think uh, the Steelers are, I think, what I want to believe, the Broncos equal. I want to believe the Broncos yeah. are just as good as the Steelers this year. And you're like, oh, well, Ben's done this and won this and all these. Well, that don't mean shit this year. 
Yeah, especially with the injuries they have well, on I mean, now defense. He's, he's, he's old, you know, he's kind of busted up. Um, Tomlin, you know, where's he at with that group of guys? Are they in kind of transition, kind of trying to compete while they're in kind of transition here? And then the Raiders, to me, are not as good as – and actually, do you know what? I have the Raiders. I actually will take uh, Miami plus the three-and-a-half points. So that may still mean the Raiders eke out a uh, you know a, a close win, but I think the Dolphins win this weekend with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Wow, yeah. So you know, again, it looks like the Broncos would have three real tough opponents, and they do. But also, it's not the Steelers of old. It's not the Ravens of last year, and it's uh, a Raiders team that's two and zero that um, um, I still think by the end of the season might be barely a five hundred team. Yeah. So let's call it a podcast. You got anything else? No. Great stuff today. It was, it was yeah, a YouTube pleasure buddy. to join you as always. Of course, buddy. What about where can you find this podcast at? Find them. Um, find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Podbean. all over that the place. That sounds made up, man. It can't be. It real. does. I know. Um, I looked it up. It's it's a real it thing. It is real. It's a real Imagine thing. That. Um, yeah, anywhere you can find this podcast would be awesome. MileHighSports.com. The Mile High Sports app is awesome as well. Go check it out. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Three and zero. Uh, gearing up for what will like almost feel like uh, the end of preseason number two as we ramp up for the first real big test the yeah. Broncos will have uh, in Baltimore. You said it. I actually kind of like that a lot, that, how that game is here and what that will mean for the Broncos. You know, home cooking for the next two weeks, mm-hmm. really getting comfortable here, not have those flights, the family drama, the this, that, the kids. All that stuff is real-life stuff. So let's get at Broncos this weekend. Let's have our best uh, win of the season um, and then go um, prepare for a Baltimore team who I think the Broncos will give um, everything that they want to Yeah, for Danny Bailey for Jake Meyer um, who will be back Monday as well we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night Sheila good night